welcome to Lips on Life. When I was writing better than before and I was trying to understand how people could make or break habits, I started noticing these patterns of how people struggled with habits or succeeded with habits. And one of the things I began to think about was like, I myself, I Gretchen, seem to have a particularly high affinity for habit formation. I have all these dozens of habits and they don't weigh me down and they don't make me feel resentful or overburdened. They make me feel free. Discipline is my freedom. You are so lucky. <laughs> but not everybody feels that way, right? And that's what led me to my understanding of the four tendencies, which is something I write about in Better Than Before. And it's actually the, sub the whole subject of my next book, which is this personality framework about how people um, fall into these categories of upholders, questioners, obligers, and rebels, because they have very, very different perspectives on the world. And they face different challenges with something like doing a happiness project. And they would need to set it up in, this, in a different way in order to be able to stick to it. And... I figured out, like, my, pers I'm a, my type is uh, upholder, which means I readily meet outer and inner expectations, and I have a high affinity for habit forming, and I also tend to love things like schedules and routines, familiarity, predictability, and performance, all of which helps uh, me keep these habits. But what I found is that's a very tiny number of people. My tendency, my type is very small. Not that many people are like me, which explains why people are like, how do you do all this stuff? And I'm like, I don't understand. Like, what's the big deal? It's like, okay, very few people are like me. Most people are of a different tendency. How did you come up with these tendencies? Just, just noticing. I, you know, it was interesting because I was trying to understand, again, like as I was gathering all this information about habits and taking, pay, you know, like hundreds of pages of notes, I started to notice some weird things like, you know, when you talk about people being conscientious, like on the big five personality traits, to me, as a highly conscientious person, it didn't look like another person was a, was a three and that they were kind of conscientious. It was like sometimes they're super conscientious and then other times, to my mind, they weren't conscientious at all. And that I was like, I don't understand why they're flipping back and forth. And then I, and I had a couple, again, like epiphany conversations. One, I was at a cocktail party and I was talking to a woman and I said to her what I said to you discipline is my freedom. I, I cannot even tell you how true that is for me. And she said to me, well, that sentence doesn't make sense because freedom means no rules. And I was like, that's not what freedom is for me. And we started talking about it. And I'm like, you see the world in a profoundly different way from the way that I see the world. Like, we are just like, whew. And, um, and she was having that feeling too. She was almost like backing off away from me because like what I was saying, she was like, oh my God, that sounds like the worst life ever. I'm like, I love to wake up in the morning and plan out my whole day hour by hour and cross things off my to-do list and nothing's more fun than, you know, she's like, oh my God, that sounds like hell. Um, and then a friend of mine said something uh, where she said, she goes, I know I would be happier if I exercised. And the weird thing is when I was in high school, I was on the track team and I never missed track practice. So why can't I go running now? And this to me, like, it was like sirens started going off in the restaurant because I'm like, that is a crucial question. That is what I need to understand. What has changed? Why is it that at one time this behavior was effortless and now she wants to do it just as much, but she's not able to do it? What is the difference? And, um, and so there were all, and then I started noticing these like funny things. Like when I would ask people about New Year's resolutions, if you're talking to people about habits, New Year's resolutions come up a lot. So I would talk to, and there was a certain number of people that always use the same vocabulary. They would say, I would keep a resolution, but I, if I wanted to keep a resolution, I wouldn't do it on January 1st because January 1st is an arbitrary date. And they all said that 
arbitrary. And I was very struck by that because I thought the arbitrariness of January 1st does not bother me, but it's clearly pushing these people's buttons in exactly the same way. And then I started thinking, well, maybe they're all something about them is the same. And so, and then once I started seeing these patterns, it became very obvious that people fell very into these very distinct four categories based on how you respond to outer and inner expectations. And I mean, extremely consistently. And also pre predicting, I could, I could say to somebody like, oh, if you're a questioner, did your teachers say this? Does your spouse complain about this? Have you ever gotten into trouble at work because of this? Do you ever experienced this phenomenon? Um, and it's very predictive. So I, I do my research more just by looking and talking to people. There's really no way to research it because it's something that I invented. Mm. Yeah. So this is your current book, something you're working on or that's it's done? It's and... done. It's coming out in September. And so it's all about the four tendencies because once people sort of understood them, and maybe I should explain what they are. Oh, yeah. please. So you can take a quiz at happiercast.com slash quiz if you want to take a quiz. But most people don't need to take the quiz. They can tell just from, uh, from a brief description. So it has to do with how you respond to outer and inner expectations. So outer expectations are like a work deadline. Inner expectations are like your own desire to get back into meditation. So upholders readily meet outer and inner expectation. They meet the work deadline. They keep the New Year's resolution without much fuss. They want to know what's expected of them, but their expectations for themselves are just as important as others' expectations for them. Then there are questioners. Questioners question all expectations. They'll do something if they think it makes sense. They hate anything arbitrary or inefficient or irrational. Their first question is like, well, why should I listen to you? Um, and so in a sense, they make everything an inner expectation because if it meets their inner criteria, they'll do it. But if it doesn't meet their inner criteria, they just won't, um, which can get them into trouble. Um, then there are obligers. Obligers readily meet outer expectations, but they struggle to meet inner expectations. So that's my friend on the track team. When she had a team and a coach, no problem. When it's just her own desire to go for a run, she struggled because there was no, because she, she struggles when there's, there's no um, outer accountability. And then there are rebels. Rebels resist all expectations, outer and inner alike. They want to do what they want to do in their own time, in their own way. And if you ask or tell them to do something, they're very likely to resist. And they don't even like to tell themselves what to do. Rebel is the smallest tendency, and obliger is the largest tendency. That's the one most people, the largest number of people fit into. So from based on that, do you have a sense of what you might be? Maybe this is something for you to comment on, but is there a little bit of all of these in each of us? We all have a little bit. Like because nobody wants relate. to do something totally inefficient or arbitrary. Nobody likes to be bossed around too much. But it's sort of like if your boss said, hey, I need this by Friday, would you be like, no problem, okay? Or would you be like, why do you need it by Friday? Because I don't think you're going to read it till Wednesday. Or, or are you going to be like, you know what? You're not the boss of me. Even if you are the boss of me, you can't make me. I'm going to do it my own way. You said 10 pages. I'm writing 45. And it's going to be like the best thing you've ever seen in your life. You know what I mean? So there, I think, I think we all have a little bit about it, but there is sort of a dominant flavor to kind of our first inclination. This is Jessica Lips with Lips on Life. Thank you for listening.